We got to top that. We got to tap that ASMR demo. <laughs> I hate it. You're under arrest. Um, okay. I'm going to be the funny one on the podcast. Let me do the intro, damn it. And welcome to My Significant Monster, a podcast where we discuss old monster movies from the monster perspective. I'm Alice Powell. I'm Gabby Hogan. And I'm Rachel Kaczynski. Now put on some cozy clothes and get ready to fall in love. Ba-na-na-na-na. Do you want to start with what a monster movie is or what a B movie is and all that stuff? Like, Do hey, monster movie. We're, defi- we're just like, we're defining monster movie as. Any movie with a monster in it. <laughs> Let's just not define it and do whatever we want. What about that? Though? Hashtag gender. <laughs> true. Like monster the, is a construct. The yeah. minute we put it into it's words, true. we're gonna have a single fan. We're gonna have one fan on Twitter, and they're gonna be our only fan. And anytime we do a movie, they're gonna be like, "Does this really fit?" <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, that's right. true. That's true. You know what? Fuck you. All monster movies are movies. All movies are monsters. So because this is our first episode and we're just sort of trying to introduce the concept and break that creative ground, um, and Gabby and Rachel are trying really hard not to laugh no, at No, it's Gabby just don't. started bleeding. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> what? I just scratched my face and then I just look at Rachel and I mouth, I'm bleeding. This so Gabby's bleeding, used to which it. is how you know it's a very metal podcast. Exactly. Um, but so for our first episode, uh, we're going to talk about... The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and The Shape of Water, which was based on it, and which, mm-hmm. I mean, sort Wait. of inspired this yeah. podcast. Yeah, this entire podcast is pretty much inspired by us being like, LOL, what if we watched monster movies like The Shape of Water, and then being like, but wait, what if we watched monster movies like The Shape of Water? Yeah. <laughs> which is here, the end. And um, the thing, so yeah, we all sat down together and watched... Um, the creature from the Black Lagoon together, um, and then we all watched The Shape of Water on our own. Gabby had already seen it because she like. Because I'm a film hoe. She likes movies or something. Um, I had three Jello shots when it won the Best Picture Oscar by myself in Jell-O my green. kitchen. The Jello was green. On brand. <laughs> Very on brand. Amazing. <laughs> um. So. We wanted to sort of talk, I guess, about the romantic elements of Creature from the Black Lagoon, because when we went back to watch it, um, we weren't sure how, like, obvious it was going to be, those elements, but, like, it's there, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I know I've said this to you two, like, five times, but I'm going to say it like this is the first time I've ever said it, but it really doesn't take a lot to watch Creature of the Black Lagoon as if it's a love story, because when you really watch it... Like, the monster doesn't really do anything wrong. Like, yeah, it, like, kills people, but only when it's provoked is really when that happens because it, like, it gets captured at one point. Um, They try to, like, go after it with harpoons and shit like that. So it's kind of like, no offense, but if I'm just chilling in my house and a bunch of white dudes came in and started trying to kill me, like... You'd kill the brown ones first. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that was probably... (laughs) Hashtag 1940s cinema. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't great. Yeah. 
one of the things that feeds into the romance or like one of the major changes that I guess I noticed and I'm sure you guys did too but like in the old Creature of the Black Lagoon there was no like third inciting guy it was Lady Love the dude a really aggressive white dude and then Mm -hmm. the monster and like honestly if you when we watched it we were 100% like that guy just needs to die he's really (laughs) annoying like we didn't really like when you read the monster is like taking the lady you're like oh he just wants a friend right like right because mm -hmm. I know that um the scene that really solidified it for me that like this is a love story between the monster and the lady is the part where um like none of the men like go in the water because they're scared to go in the water or, like they say that it's super gross because it's the amazon and then the woman who by the way awakened something in myself um she she gets into her like <laughs> swimsuit and then she jumps into the water and she's just swimming and the fish creature who I think we universally decided is a lesbian, mm-hmm. and I just want to. I think get we that should started. get into that in a minute. After we will. I just point it, but we looked at it and we were like, mm, "But I'm pretty sure." We sure. have a few arguments stemming from. Um, where did we get it from? So one from of the just things us is that gay. you can't just assume the monsters a man because. Because they don't got no titties. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I think. I, th- I remember saying it where it's like, what if we read monster as lady monster? Yeah, and I think that, like, there's that first scene where the woman is swimming in the water, mm-hmm. and yeah. then uh, our amphibious monster is swims up her. and is, like, mirroring her. And, like, yeah. if you're us and you <laughs> just kill the author mm-hmm. so violently, um, then you can read that as being, like, this is another lady monster, mm-hmm. and she's gay. Um, that's what, yeah, no, that's what I was going into the scene about, is that it's, well, first off, it's a really tranquil scene, like, the monster doesn't try to attack her mm-hmm. at all, she, and she's, the monster's pronouns, that's mm-hmm. what I want to get out there, but mm-hmm. she, like, just kind of, like, is really curious about the woman who's swimming, and then she mirrors her actions, and she doesn't, like, go after her, she doesn't attack her, attack her. she doesn't endanger her at all, she's just mirroring her emotions, and I think it's because, in my interpretation of the film... It's her kind of recognizing that, like, oh, this person isn't trying to kill me like all of these other not-so-chill people are doing. And also, she's a pretty lady, which, like... For real. I, yeah, that's with, my interpretation of with the film. What I wrote down this is a quote from Gabby while we were watching. <laughs> she called uh, Kay, which is the leading lady's name, uh, she said she had bisexual eyebrows. She did. I do. <laughs> I do want that kind of on legal record. Listen, that's a different podcast altogether, but you can tell a lot about by a woman's eyebrows of her sexuality. It's true. I just want to put that out there. That's true indeed. Um, it's never failed me except oh several other times. Side of business, Gabby, the eyebrow reader. You questioning <laughs> your sexuality? Come to Gabby Hogan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Did it did did did. I actually helped with side note. I actually helped um, I had a friend who will remain nameless who had another friend and she was like, oh, like, I can't tell, I think my friend might be struggling with her sexuality, she hasn't said anything, but will you tell me if you think she's gay, because I am gay and so obviously I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that sarcastically, but also it's true. And so she gave me her Instagram for five minutes and I just scrolled through this girl's Instagram and I straight, and I was like, she's bisexual. And my friend was like, how do you know? And I go, 
two two things. One, the eyebrows, and two, all she does is post Lana Del Rey lyrics. And <laughs> two weeks later, the girl came out to her as bisexual, and I just want to put that out there that like, I am. Lana and Del Rey I am an academic scholar when it comes to Lana homosexual. Del Rey is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Lana Del bitch though. Yeah. That's hey. a whole. That's a whole nother. I think another like really notable thing in like kind of more of like traditional like how the growth of monster movies in general is that like in older monster movies there was monster and versus man or woman or mm-hmm. human whatever, and then in the newer ones. Like, I'm going to use Beauty and the Beast as an example. There is third, like, antagonist who's supposed to pose the question of, like, man versus monsterhood, Mm. but more so, like, who's the actual monster? Uh And also in Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, the whole, like, Mm. who's the monster, who's the man? And Mm -hmm. it turns out not to be Hunchback. It turns to be, like, Frollo. Well, and there's the whole thing at the beginning of Shape of Water where Mm -hmm. Giles, as the narrator says like the monster that tried to keep them apart right and all that but yeah and i think that really interestingly is like when you look at like monster movies that are like um older and made primarily by like straight white cis dudes the monsters tend to be more like black and white bad guy Mm -hmm. um whereas when you start to get into stuff that was made by like people who aren't straight white cis dudes Mm -hmm. there's a little more sympathy for the monsters because a lot of times the monsters are modeled after those of us who don't fit into that very coded like so there's a lot more of that like monsters are good or at least like complicated beings Mm -hmm. that aren't just like a clear bad and evil because it's just so much more interesting Mm -hmm. to do that rather than to just have like (laughs) this really straightforward like Oh, this monster's evil and trying to take our women. Ah, <laughs> da, da. Yeah, said the toxic man. I think that's also very indicative of how film as an art form has really become a lot more complex and nuanced. Because, like, not to shit on like nineteen forties movies, because I, uh, love, but to but to shit a little bit. Um, I do, in my opinion, feel like film has become much more respected and utilized as a tool of not just entertainment but of art as it's gone on because I think when film was first introduced it was kind of used as just like here's some really basic plot lines because ooh the pictures move um, kind of thing which might be like a little bit of a pretentious way to think about people in the past but you know what it's my I'm part of this podcast so I can say what I want Um, but I think film has become a lot more nuanced and I agree with you Alice that now that film is being made by people who aren't straight white cis dudes who grew up in like post World War Two, uh, like, man, good is good and bad is bad. Right? Yeah, I think that monster, quote unquote, monster movies have really become like a lot more nuanced because of that. And like, I know I wrote this in my, I wrote a review of Shape of Water on my film blog. Um, oh, just plug your stuff. <laughs> just go for it. She didn't even okay that. <laughs> Damn. Just say the URL. Just do it. Just say the URL. Uh, gabbingaboutfilms.wordpress.com We'll tweet about it. Do we have a Twitter? We'll get a we Twitter. We should probably I, nail yeah, down yeah, My Significant Monster as a Twitter handle. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure many people are uh, vying for that spot. And when we <laughs> post this and it immediately explodes into popularity <laughs> overnight, that's 
hey guys, that's how success works. But when that happens, we're going to have to have all those social media things topped down. True, true, true. I agree. Mm -hmm. But yeah, going back to what my point was, um, I, I wrote in my review of Shape of Water that what makes the difference between what makes the difference between a protagonist and a monster is if you refuse the character its own narrative. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really important thing about like marginalized people as a whole is you can so easily co- code monsters to be like these evil like uh don't fuck I forgot what I was saying. It's so easy mm-hmm. to kind of like be like oh these people are the other. These people are bad. They are monsters because you're refusing them the ability to make their own narrative and yeah, basically I'm comparing monster movies to people being, like... Yeah. But, like, there's yeah. literally, like, for example, there are literally monster movies where the monster at the end is a trans woman. Like, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the end. It's right. like, okay, I think it's called Sleepaway Camp, or we've got... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, yeah. What's that movie that everybody loves and... I don't really like that much. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, Silence of oh, the Lambs. Yeah. I don't even start it on Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah. So, Mr. like, Shark, there's a lot to be said about, like, and a lot of times monsters will have, like, big noses mm-hmm. to be anti-Semitic or because they've got, mm-hmm. you know, like, they'll have whatever things are associated with people that are considered the other. And then right. that's the thing that we don't, yeah. like... And it nah. like it's definitely what we were saying when I was talking to you guys outside when we were talking about all the good stuff was it definitely sets <laughs> us up now for like we have that base obviously of like being othered and then now as the response and I was definitely going somewhere and then I forgot <laughs> because I saw Alice's phone flicker. But it's more like it's really interesting because like if you oh if you took away all that content all that context of Hey, this is how it is, even though it's from one perspective. See, it's listen here. Yes, I definitely opens up more of like now, it, rather than being like a growth, like just a straight growth, it's initial and then response, right? And that's mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I really like about Shape of Water specifically is kind of like Guillermo del Toro definitely like he took inspiration from these movies that are very one sided and also are very campy and very like you know not taken seriously at least by contemporary uh film viewer standards like most people who watch creature from the black lagoon would probably be like this is dumb and this isn't scary at all so it's like and it's viewed as a very campy film and he took inspiration from these things um and he created shape of water which you can so easily view as like a really campy stupid movie where it's like haha she fucks the fish and which is definitely how i went into that movie she did fuck the fish though i mean <laughs> i was a little mad about but that it was more than that she why? didn't fuck you didn't think about this no she didn't fuck the fish she made love to the fish it's mm. different mm-hmm. of course i just like when their first meeting she just i present you egg and we're together now. <laughs> we are a best friend. The mating oh, ritual has commenced. I yes. wrote down how to flirt. Um, <laughs> uh, eat hard-boiled egg. Share hard-boiled egg. <laughs> um, and later I added um, eggs and record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So, and then the next step is banging. Mm-hmm. Obviously, cause oh, a flood. Also, cause a flood. What up? In with... more places than one. Whoa! The flood was a metaphor. <laughs> Hot. Hate. You know, because she was uh, masturbating in that tub, 
in the very beginning, and they were like, this is going to happen. She's going to get double wet. But, um, <laughs> yes, we will be having the explicit tag. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely um, I would like happen. to order one, please. I would like us. one explicit, please. Yes. Um, but anyway, oh. the point I was going to... I like She how, was very pretty. I like, I like how oh. I start with, like kind of semi-intellectual points and then we start all just going (laughs) (laughs) well I think that's something that's (laughs) the gimmick of our podcast is that um people are going to come in and be like wow this is really stupid or maybe if they're stupid they'll think it's funny I don't want to insult our viewership but like if you think we're funny I don't really know how to help you we're we're literally the appeal of an actual B movie yeah (laughs) you're watching us for the shits and And not the Jerry Seinfeld one Mm -hmm. no no. which had even we uh, should also watch he's the monster in that one Jerry Seinfeld the yeah watch it in reverse (laughs) oh Where we, uh, yeah, but the, um, I was going to make a point, and I don't remember at all what it was. What was I just saying? Who fucking knows, Alice? I've still been waiting to make my Monster movies, Mm -hmm. B-movies, oh, we lull them in with our comedy. Our comedy (laughs) that is just mind of pure gold. Um, And then... It's fart jokes, that's it. Yes, only fart jokes. (laughs) And um, then we just, like, sneak in some, like intellectual discussion but we have to like jump back yeah. and forth often enough right. that like we keep people don't like in. get too bored or like realize what we're doing like right. the minute they know what's up you know you know how people are these days <laughs> they don't like to think about anything you know they're just on most millennials are on their phones all yeah, the time you know millennials you know them the women in these movies and granted we've only watched one but i'm sure it's the same in all of them um, where she's kind of, she's not given any validity. She's not given any really like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, autonomy. Autonomy. She doesn't mm-hmm. have any autonomy, um, but she ends up needing to be saved at the end. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't like, she's not in danger from the monster really at all, in my opinion. Because again, like I said earlier, she jumps into the water and is just swimming and the mm-hmm. monster's just like, Sure, mm-hmm. let's chill. Where you get that cute bikini, J.C. Penny? Hit mm-hmm. me up. Um, <laughs> and it's like, also want to go on a date, but it's like, you know, she doesn't really seem like she's in danger. And then mm-hmm. the men don't really give a fuck about the woman until mm-hmm. she's kidnapped by the monster. And then they're like, "We must save her because mm-hmm. she cannot save herself." This is why Creature from the Black Lagoon could be read as a lesbian narrative because. Um, the men are like, oh, this lady's not really that into us, but then she runs away with our lake monster lady, and it's like, oh, she's in danger now. Interesting. You just broke it wide open. (laughs) You really did, though. You cracked it wide open. Right, because weren't those two guys like basically in competition for her, and she was kind of like, "I'm a really smart scientist." Yeah, that's the thing that bothered me. Stuff. That's something I liked about the movie that she was also a scientist and she wasn't just someone's girlfriend. But Mm -hmm. that's kind of where it ended Mm -hmm. because they didn't really treat her like she was as smart as them. It was kind of like, "Okay, you can't Mm -hmm. be here because you're a woman, and Mm -hmm. the river is scary." And like she like, and I remember, and I keep bringing Mm -hmm. back this scene. I think it's because the swimsuit. And so I just keep remembering. 
but she like jumps in the water and she swims away and they're like oh no we have to get her back in the boat and it's like she's fine yeah she chose she, to like swim. at the worst she mm-hmm. might get a staph infection but you know right. what she swim it. it's very much like taking away like it's, we said before like taking away the decision right it's very her. infantilizing and then mm-hmm. the monster doesn't do any of that yeah. the monster is pretty much like i'ma just let you swim mm-hmm. and i'ma swim with you yeah. granted the monster does steal her at the end but yeah. i view that as like granted though that's after the monster has been captured and like mm-hmm. kept as a prisoner and almost killed by all of these men mm-hmm. so she sees them as violent and is saving um, mm-hmm. k from them right and yeah Lesbians, yeah, no, and lesbian, and lesbians and lesbians and lesbians, lesbians. Mm-hmm. Conclusion: Lesbians, lesbian um, from the black lesbian. That's the creature from the black lesbian, 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 lesbian. lesbian. <laughs> We've what? devolved real quick. Well, it's important I like to our, as I bring this up like lesbian Alice and Gabby immediately just lesbian, lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> girls? girls, girls, where? Where? Oh my god! Wait, my shirt says girl. Oh my god! <laughs> Very on brand. Yes. Very on brand. I'm gay for girls. <laughs> I am also gay for girls. That is, welcome to the podcast. Secretly, this podcast is lesbian propaganda. Lesbian. Let's be honest. But <laughs> I had a question, and yes. this maybe doesn't really pertain to the <laughs> most of what our podcast is about. But did you all read Shape of Water as being like a basically just a sequel? Yes! Mm, yes, I would percent talked to my roommate about this. I was like, could this be a sequel? And she was like, I don't see why you would say that, but I'm pretty positive. <laughs> yeah, no, I see it. Yeah. That was a good impression. Yeah, she, she sounds just like that. <laughs> She'll probably, like, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that is a good way to read it, because the creature... Who doesn't have a name. So yeah. Like, there's no name in either. Um, can we name this creature? Can the we creature? name the amphibian creature? Uh, what do we want to name her? Um, are we saying that in Del Toro's version, she's also a lady still? She yeah. Could still be. Yeah. Because like it nothing a, changes it with any a, gender. Yeah. She, it's the same story. Well, I feel like if you have like more of like a queer reading, she it definitely adds more stuff. Like way yeah. more stuff 110%. because of marginalized people's theme. There's so much more that like fits mm. in. Yeah. And there's no, like, official, you know, indication. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knows. Yeah. You don't know You don't know the monster's gender. You haven't asked. Right. You know? Also, we nobody don't even asked. know if fish That's people true. acknowledge gender. Yeah. Like, I'm going to think they, they don't. Yeah. Because most animals do not. <laughs> so, here's the question. What are we going to call this, um... Fish being? This fish, this fish mm. being lady. Um, I feel like we could call her... Um, Leslie or um, or Tammy. Um, Why those? I'm just spitballing. You're just saying names. Um, I know way too many moms that are Tammy. Sam. um, Think of like 50s names. 50s names? Oh, Um, Carol. Betty. Betty. Um, Betty. Betty. I like Betty. She's a total Betty. Betty. You know she's a total Betty. Okay. Now that we've established. That's a lesbian name, too. Now that we've established the most important part of this discussion that the fish monster's name is Betty. And she's a lesbian. And she's a lesbian. We may continue. But what was the point going to be before 
we decided upon the name. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, it's gone? That's my bad. No, oh, on mm. it possibly being a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good reading of it because they say that the monster is taken from South America right. and brought. Yeah. And also the move and brought to um I'm not sure where it's... I would say New York, but I think that's just because I assume everything is said in New York. It was Baltimore. Baltimore. Because the guy kept... Uh, I just think it was the coast. coast. Urinal Boy kept complaining that he didn't like living in Baltimore. Okay. All right. Oh, Michael Shannon. Fucking I, Michael All I could hear was that sorority Boy. letter that he read. <laughs> Do you remember that when he read the sorority letter? And it, oh, I have to show you that, guys. Mm-hmm. You guys that after. He oh, read this no. really fucked up sorority letter for like Funny or Die or whatever, and the letter itself is fucked up, but Michael Shannon reading it is Is it a real letter? It's a real letter that this girl got in trouble for. Oh, I have to show it to you later. Okay, this is unrelated, but I love it. Michael Shannon, sorority girl. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. um, Amazing. But yeah, it's because it's, um, oh god, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, and I think the timeline goes together because Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know exactly when Creature of the Black Lagoon came out. I think it was 54, Mm -hmm. and I know Mm -hmm. that, um, uh, Shape of Water is set like vaguely in mm-hmm. the late 50s, early yeah. 60s. So it goes together with the timeline as well because you mm-hmm. can definitely see it as like these people went to the Amazon mm-hmm. to defeat this creature and then they thought they killed it or thought they right. killed her and then they go back um, and then they probably tell people when they mm-hmm. go back to America and it's, then send more people and then they find her and bring yeah. her back. And it's That's definitely implied, theory. like, even if it's not her from the Creature of the Black, Black Lagoon, um, they imply that there's, multi- like, many of them. Because remember the right, first scene right, is right, them right. finding the hand That's true. of the dead one, which is why I assume she's getting a little peeved. She's like, That's my, right. my brother's grave. How li- dare you? I like to think it is the same, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, the same I, homie. I think it's... I'd like to think she's the same homie, yes, because mm-hmm. I like to think that, you know, she gets captured and she goes into this, like, terrible laboratory and then she meets um, Eliza and basically she's like, oh, you're like that other lady who was really nice to mm-hmm. me and who treated me really well and you're pretty mm-hmm. and you give me eggs. Right. It definitely adds a new layer to the hostility at the very beginning when she sees... Oh, is it Eliza? Or Eliza? I think it's... Eliza. Yeah, it's Eliza. Like, when she sees Eliza the first time, she, like, freaks out a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it definitely reads, like, oh, hey, I was timid when I first met that other lady, but then, I ended up getting shot at. Right. She's been burned before. It's really mm-hmm. just a tale of lesbian love and loss. Yeah. And uh, the Amen. traumatic, like, experience with, uh, no, you can't have my girlfriend. Right. And mm-hmm. I think, um... It's basically when you are lesbian and you have a crush on a straight girl and then you don't know how to trust any more women that come into your life, but then you meet the perfect queer woman and then it's beautiful. You know? And she's a fish. And she's also a fish. That was real specific until the, the fish part, yeah. But that was real specific, Gabby, you were. It's a different that's, it's, uh, it's a, <laughs> Rachel. Is that just a, uni- Rachel, a universal? there's nothing specific about what she just said. <laughs> <laughs> that is a universal Amazing. experience. Have you seen a Hailey Kiyoko video? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes, I have been hurt before. <laughs> anyway, but I definitely like to read it as a sequel because it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, she's afraid to trust this other woman because she's been burned before. And she was like, I tried to help the other one, but, you know, that didn't end up working out. So I guess, like, all of you are just all the same. You're all going to treat me like this. Whoa. Yeah. How would this movie fall in the, you know, the category of uh, kill your gaze? 
trope, mm. if we talk about it that way. Yeah, that's why I assume she doesn't die at the end. Yeah, mm. a creature I take the, the ending, and No, and, um, and shape, mm-hmm. shape of Water, I take it as that is exactly mm-hmm. what happened. True. Mm-hmm. Shape of Water does have a much more interpretive ending, because yeah. it's mm-hmm. told from Guile's perspective, so you're not sure mm-hmm. if what actually happens at the end is what happens, but, but I, I believe it. But I like I to believe it. Believe mm-hmm. it. And I, I mean, if if she got, she's got healing powers. It's gonna be all good. True. Wait, I'm just about to crack this wide open. But I know that when we watched Creature of the Black Lagoon, we were like, is she alive though, right? And then like at the end of Shape of Water, how she has those self healing powers and she has the ability to heal Eliza. So if you connect those together, then it's like, See, it's no. not holy shit. Then it's like, yeah, she didn't die in Creature of the Black Lagoon because mm-hmm. she can like regenerate or With something. With the power of gay love. The power of gay <laughs> love. <laughs> We're going to write all these, uh, like, little interludes or whatever. <laughs> Alice is going to whip out her uke and just be like, the power of gay love. But that's going to be Bing. a common thing that comes up. Yeah, the power I'm sure. of lesbians. <laughs> but yeah. Lesbians. Sometimes lesbians. they're fish. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. What about Sama? So, rom-com, what we have so far... Um, it's less of a rom-com and well, more rom- of a rom-drom. Yeah, yeah rom-drom. Where are we so far? Like, let's sum it up so, like, where we're at. True. So, um, we have, um, what, where's the part where the woman meets the fish person for the first time in the original one? Um, what exactly happens? I can't, in cre- it's been like well, a week. Well, in Creature of, the, it's been more than a week. In yeah. Creature of the Black Lagoon, I know the monster, Betty, Betty as mm-hmm. we have decided, yeah, Betty. Uh, meets Kay doesn't really like meet Kay, but mm-hmm. she sees Kay when Kay's swimming in the water. So that's right. when Betty meets so her for the first cute. time. Yeah. That's our meet cute. But so then, meet cute. But so then when it. Kay meets Betty for the first time, she like screams and is terrified and stuff like that. Yeah. Which gotta hurt the ego. <laughs> when you that's... realize your sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh no. True though. So we have that meet cute at the beginning, but it's like then there's like that tension, you know. Yeah. Like that's you know, there's our conflict right there. Is like right, 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 she right. doesn't know and she's sort of afraid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But like, and there's like all these men like pushing against it and all that. Right. Um, and so then the actually wait, okay, wait, blow this wide open. And I mean, I guess it's mm-hmm. basically the intention of the movie. But if we watch it as one mm-hmm. larger thing, yeah. you can see sort of like the larger mm-hmm. sort of what we were talking about mm-hmm. but so the um we have that meet cute mm-hmm. in both there's a meet cute in both and we have like all those tensions but at the end they get together that's what happens at the end of creature from the black lagoon right <laughs> it does if you turn it off at the right moment yeah mm-hmm. it actually wait do you guys remember that it ended really abruptly yeah. yeah it was real strange it's basically like she falls in the water and she's just like and then yeah. the end credits roll, which is why we chose to believe she's still alive because yeah. she didn't really. Well, there's self healing powers. Yeah, <laughs> she's still alive. And then, like ten seconds later, Kay jumped in the water and went to live with her lesbian fish girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but then the second one can't happen. Um, unless it's a different fish. Their monster. lesbian daughter. They're like, oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh my god, it's like the Little Mermaid too. 
<laughs> I've actually seen that movie like four times. Oh yeah, the sequel to the Little like, Mermaid. Actually, four hundred times. It's like class. Like that's a nice sequel. Hello, Crash Dumplings. Are you ready Gosh. to learn the same lesson your parents did? Because you're about to. Sorry, Boom. what was that noun? <laughs> crash Dumplings. Um, it is crotch dumpling. Crotch. Oh. Ew. So no. product of adult parents. The baby. Oh no. I, I, I would like. I would like to. I, I motion for this podcast to just become Alice and I and Rachel. Yeah, we are gonna have to. <laughs> Do you feed second you the, to the monster who's standing right outside the door? <laughs> dun dun dun. Cue laugh track. The producers. The producers. Our, our producers are uh, a small team of monsters, and uh, we will feed you to them as a sacrifice. Right. Okay. Except well, Jerry's I mean, a vegetarian. It fits very much with the basic white woman getting <laughs> abducted. Way to feed into those tropes, friends. Damn it, she got We actually stuff. just, we, we both just realized our sexuality and run away together, and you guys were like, oh, man, <laughs> I should have been thrown to the monster. I should have been thrown. Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't know what to say, I'm just going to go, Lesbians. Classic academia. But have you considered? <laughs> unfortunately, not classic enough, which is why no. we're here to shed light on the lesbians. True, mm-hmm. indeed. I wonder how many times we've said lesbians in this entire podcast. <laughs> Never it enough. Lesbian because you're the beans of Lesbo. Yes. We are the crotch dumplings. <laughs> the crotch dumplings. No, no, nobody's that. That's not a thing. <laughs> Alice visibly recoiled at that. She's like, no. Well, it's not it. Tiny dumplings. Tiny um, dumplings. The smaller dumplings. Tiny babies. I just am really attached to the word dumpling. You can get rid of it. Yeah, but I... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really like the... Yeah, I'm not attached to the word crotch, personally. Yeah. It might be a me thing. I'm okay. <laughs> it might be a me thing. Crotch dumpling. I, I just heard that phrase once, and I'm like, that is a phrase. I've heard a lot of phrases once that I didn't repeat. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> you know, you can say words. No, you can't say Damn it. We're dropping it. I can't speak anymore. You know, if you heard someone jump off a cliff once, would you do it too? Absolutely. <laughs> if you heard someone <laughs> jump off a cliff, um, would you listen? Would you, <laughs> would you listen? Did it make a sound? Um, <laughs> if your friend jumped off a bridge, would it make a sound? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll probably have more episodes, and like I said earlier... If that part still is in the final cut, um, you can probably find us on Twitter and maybe other social media by the time this goes up. And I had an outro thing I was going to say. Now it's time to get naked and go break your own heart. Thanks, bye! Click. <laughs> <laughs>